The MLS Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. It's finished at Sunderland. Manchester United have done all they can. That Rooney goal was enough for the three points. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! Nick, what a game. The MLS Cup. I know this is the European podcast, but that does not matter, man. We need to chat about this MLS MLS game. How, how are you doing? How was your weekend? Doing good, man. Doing really good. Um, yeah, that was... Uh... That was a good game. And you know what? I'm I'm glad it was like that because I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about it. You know, um, people that don't watch MLS a lot were tweeting about it saying that, you know, probably one of the most electric games they've watched of soccer in a very long time. It was um, insane. It was like the peak of MLS. I mean, it couldn't have been more perfect, honestly. Yeah, it's going to be hard to, hard, to, hard to cap that off, especially uh... – with Bale coming on for Vela and it looked like the union were so like, there's no way in my mind. I was like, Oh, LAFC has got a chance. Like I was like, game's over. They're down a man. It's two minutes left. You know, we're in the 127th minute of stoppage time. Like it's I texted wild. you and I was like, I, I can't believe this. Like, I, yeah, it's, just, I literally like, I checked my, like, I checked my phone because I like, stepped away for a second. I checked my phone and I said, like, just saw that there was like a red card for uh, LAFC. And I was like, fucking ran back. I'm like, what the hell? And uh, that's when I texted you. And I was just like, oh my God, it was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I, for a, for a second there, when LA or when the union were up, I felt so smart. I put some money on the union to win. Not a lot, not a lot, but I, I did put some just because I was like similar to Austin FC the week before. I mean, granted, you know, the union are better than Austin FC. I was like, ah, dude, like plus 280 or something. I got the union to like to win the cup. I was like, I got to take something like LAOC were so heavily favored that I was like, I, I can't back them. I did uh, end up placing more money on both teams to score and over two and a half, which hit. I was a little worried mm-hmm. about that too, but uh, mm-hmm. no, it was it was a, it was a nice game to watch. I felt like without having a rooting interest, it was really nice to watch. And how about the fucking LAFC goalkeeper coming on and just playing lights out? I mean, that was insane. Yeah, it really was. Um, hopefully, hopefully. Um, sorry to cut you off, Crapo. Crapo's not. Is he out for the World Cup for Canada after that injury? I assume he I, is. I think he might be. I'm not. I haven't seen like an official word or anything, but um, yeah, that that might not be good for him um, in Canada. But yeah, it was just it was wild. I mean, I, there was one point where Arango got subbed off early. It was like I mean, it was a one-one game, I think. Right when he got subbed off, it was like mm-hmm. the 70th minute, and I texted you, and I was like, "Why the fuck are they taking him off?" Yeah, like I couldn't believe it. I mean, it's a it's a cup final, and you're taking the guy off. Um, he but, he did he did look like he was. I don't want to say laboring, but I mean maybe. The, but I think I, that, and that's the thing. Yeah. I think it was. I think maybe a little world. I mean, I don't know. I just think that 
it's you know it's an MLS final. It's the last game of the season. Like it's there's nothing else to play for. Like I know, you know, he's your best player. He's your best goal scorer. And, your best striker. And more importantly, he probably would have been uh, your one of your uh, penalty, penalty takers. Kick. Yeah, penalty yes. takers. I don't yeah. think Bale. I don't think Bale took one because I think they no. won it in three. I just looked. Uh, Crapo broke broke his leg. He's out for uh, Canada in the World Cup, so that stinks. That's a bummer for them. Bummer for him. So many, but... so many injuries, which Dude, suck. On the, especially on the U.S. side. Holy cow! Yeah, and, uh, there are a lot in the U.S. And we'll get to that here uh, in some some other podcasts. But for now, we stick with one more week of the European podcast before the international break. Uh, Nick, I'll let you select where we start. Uh, we got the Bundesliga, we got Ligue 1, Serie A, and English Premier League. No La Liga because they're in Copa del Rey this weekend. So just four leagues this weekend. Yeah, so let's start with Bundesliga. Nice. Um, okay. Yeah, like you said, no uh, no La Liga, just the Copa del Rey this weekend. Um, just don't, probably, just don't, go probably, have some, probably have some plays on it on Twitter if you follow us. Uh, yeah. Just wait for lineups because – who knows what kind of lineups these teams are going to put out, especially before the World Cup, exactly. um, you know, in that kind of tournament. So just be weary of that when you're placing bets um, in that tournament, any tournaments like that. And always wait for lineups because, I mean, it's just stars usually rest um, for games like that until they get like later on in the tournament. Um, so Bundesliga, I'm going with uh, Augsburg at home versus uh, Bochum. I'm going with over two and a half at minus one forty. I got that. Um, <laughs> that's not the one. That I, that's not. That's not the one. Um, that was one of the plays I had, but I'm not. I'm not. That's a good play. Yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, um, Oxford have not kept a clean sheet in their last eight. Bochum have not kept a clean sheet in their last four. Um, over two and a half has hit in the last five out of five for Augsburg, and the last seven out of eight for Bochum. Both teams' scoring has hit in the last eight out of eight for Augsburg. Um, and then head-to-head, there isn't really much head-to-head. Um, Bochum just hasn't been keeping clean sheets against Augsburg um, head-to-head. But, um, yeah, the, all those stats and just the way these teams are playing right now, they're both finding the back of the net but conceding a ton. I mean, Augsburg haven't won a match in their last six. Um, you know, Bochum has kind of struggled a little bit on the road, but I think against this this defense that has conceded, you know, 23 goals in 13 matches this season, um, they should be able to find one. They actually looked really good uh, today at home versus Gladbach. Yeah, they beat them. Uh, they beat them 2-1, to one, went up 2-0 uh, real early um, and looked good. And really, I had over three in that game, um, and just Gladbach just couldn't do anything. I mean, they were kind of lucky to get one, truthfully. Um, They just could not do anything. So I think in this match with with these type of games where these defenses um, are giving up a ton and the offense do have a decent attack and have been in form recently when it comes to scoring and finding the back of the net, I mean, these are the two worst defenses in the Bundesliga um, when it comes to stats. So um, that's that's definitely how I want to attack this. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think uh, I was surprised that Bochum won, but, um, you know, kind of some regression from some other teams. And don't worry, I am not on Union Berlin. 
Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they've 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 definitely regressed. Speaking of regressing, um, yes, I, actually, that's one game I won't. You know, it's not my official play for the Bundesliga. I am on Freiburg. Uh, draw no bet at home versus Union Berlin. It's a little too high for me at minus 150. But the game I like, I like Frankfurt on the road uh, at Mainz. I like Frankfurt draw no bet at uh, even money. Frankfurt's won four of their last five away. Uh, Mainz are on a two-game losing streak. Uh, they both play midweek games. Uh, but, I mean, Frankfurt has seen over two and a half in their last four of five, uh, which ultimately means if they've won four of their last five away, and they're hitting over two and a half in four of those five, most likely means they're scoring two or three goals. Uh, Mains have been shut out three times at home, which is concerning. Um, but Frankfurt do have yet to keep a clean sheet on the road. So I think this is a really good scenario for uh, additionally over two and a half, both teams to score. Uh, but I like Frankfurt even money on the road uh, plus 100. So, all right, man, let's uh, let me take you to one of my favorite leagues, and that's Ligoon, uh, where we always see is red cards. All right, <laughs> I am I'm going back to the well, going back to the well a little bit. Um, uh, it's it's kind of been a trend for me, and maybe that's not a good thing. Uh, but I'm taking uh, Lorient, draw no bet, <laughs> P- dude. Plus, like I knew you were on this game. Plus, I'm on this game too, but probably a different play. <laughs> Plus 140 at Strasbourg. I literally have in my notes. We know, we know. I've been on Lorient a lot. And yes, they're on a two-game losing streak. However, they should not be heavy underdogs at Strasbourg. Lorient have four road victories, and one of their two most recent losses came to PSG. Everyone's losing to PSG, and they only lost to them 2-1. to one. That's not a bad loss. And they have one loss on the road all season. Strasbourg, at home, they have one win. And it was an away match. I'm sorry. So they don't have a win on the road. They just have one win at home. So they're winless at home in, in seven attempts. Uh, and 13 of their 14 matches this season, they haven't won. Um, I, I just, at plus money, what is it? What did I say? Plus 140 for Lorient? I mean, it's, I don't really have to say much other than Strasbourg hasn't won at home. They've won one game all season. Was what that money line or draw no bet? Let's draw no bet. Okay. Money line, money line. It's probably uh, I'd have to yeah. look, but it's probably like plus two thirty. Yeah, I mean that's a good. I mean for drawing a bet, those are great odds. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to over two and a half in this game. Smart uh, yeah. minus one twenty five. I I wanted maybe both teams to score, but the over I kind of like the juice and like you said, I mean the Reds do kind of come out a little bit in Lagoon. Um, and just to kind of protect myself from that and maybe Lorient putting up three themselves. But the stats I have are both teams are winless in their last four. Um, Strasbourg have not kept a clean sheet in their last seven. Lorient have not kept a clean sheet in their last three. Uh, over two and a half has hit seven out of the last seven in Strasbourg matches, eight out of nine in, the, in Lorient matches. Both teams to score has hit six out of seven uh, for Strasbourg and eight out of nine for Lorient games. So – um, I mean, the stats are there. The goals are there. The only concerning thing with this over um, is that head-to-head um, has oh, under two and a half has hit in the last six out of eight. So yeah. that's the only thing that's kind of concerning to me. But I'm looking at recent form um, and the fact that, you know, Strasburg is not keeping clean sheets. Lorient's not, keep, not keeping clean sheets. Um, you know, Strasford's not good at home, so there's no like home field advantage here for them at all. Um, 
and Lorraine's, uh, you know, they've been a little up and down. Um, I think they, they started the season really hot. They've definitely regressed a little bit, but they have some talent on this team. And I think that, you know, with the fact that um, I, I think if it was a reverse kind of, if Lorient was home and Strasburg was on the road, I would definitely favor Lorient and maybe I don't think Strasburg might not be able to find the back of the net in this one, but them being at home, um, I, I don't see them getting shut out and I can definitely see Lorient putting up two plus in this match. Yeah. Yeah. I am so happy you said that. It makes me feel even more confident. I do have over two and a half as well. Um, the over Strasburg's like hit the over two and a half in their last seven. Lorien have seen the over in uh, seven of their last eight. Strasburg concede at least two goals in their last seven, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, Lorien have scored at least two goals in five of their six away matches. I mean, like, give me three, Lorient, and we'll be happy. <laughs> give me, give me two before half, and we'll be sitting pretty. All right, hey, let's take a quick break here from our awesome sponsors. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. We've got great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now on WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4000. I think I might have said one too many zeros. That's okay. SGPN Merch Store. Get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPN Merch Store. SGPN gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the D-Gen in your life. I really like talking about those sick custom SGPN hoodies in the merch store. Plus now until Thanksgiving, you can get 10% off when you use the promo code Dallas sucks. That's store.sportsgamingpodcast.com promo code D A L L A S S U C K S exclamation point. Literally Dallas sucks. And we are back, Nick. I hear, I see chuckling over there. <laughs> that was a good I, promo. It was. Yeah. I, you know, I wasn't. Yeah. And uh, hopefully no one has a gambling problem or else they might be dialing a wrong number. But (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hopefully they got the joke. Uh, (laughs) I mean, we shouldn't be laughing because we should. I know. I know. Come on, man. Keep it together. We all all have gambling problems, so we can all laugh together. We're literally called the Major League Soccer Gambling Podcast. Yeah, exactly. On the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Exactly. Like, if you don't have a gambling problem, you're in the wrong place, buddy. That's right. Or gal. That's right. Any other identification. We don't don't discriminate. We don't. Discrimination is my... No, that doesn't make sense. I was going to say discrimination is my middle name. It doesn't make sense. All right. I was, yeah, I, I was trying to, yeah, no, I was trying to say the reverse of that, but it didn't make sense. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. Siri. Uh, uh, this is a tough one. 
I had yeah. a hard time finding a play for Syria this week. Normally, it I is just tough. normally I just go to Napoli and just cash <laughs> like literally every week. That's what I've been doing, just taking awesome. Napoli, just Napoli. cashing Napoli all day. Uh, let's see what do I got. I'm gonna do a little fun one, a little parlay. Right. I'm taking AC Milan versus Fiorentina. I'm taking AC Milan money line and over one and a half match goals at plus one at fifteen. So. Um, I like, I mean, AC Milan have won nine of their last 10 home matches. They've scored at least two goals in seven of their last eight at home. They've also seen the number two and a half hit in eight of their last nine games. Uh, Fiorentina have won two straight, both road games, but against suboptimal opponents. Um, you know, while AC Milan have looked remarkable at home, they do tend to concede at least a goal. Uh, Fiorentina has scored at least two goals in their last three matches uh, with both teams being in somewhat decent form goals should come uh but i think we really like the milan to get the job done here and i mean i wouldn't be surprised if this is like a two nothing milan home win uh and you get the money line as well as the uh the parlay cash yeah i like that i like that little play um it's just like because like nothing you know like i just didn't feel like i don't remember exactly what the money line odds were but it was like I don't know, minus 170 or something. Maybe not that yeah. high, but I just was like, I got to parlay it with something. Right. Um, yeah, like I said, this was a tough one for me um, to find any sort of value that I felt comfortable. But what I did find was I'm going with um, Verona at home for Spiza um, over two and a half, minus 120. I think that's just a great number for these two teams. The attack for these two teams is not great. Um Spisa's only scored 12 goals in 14 matches, and Verona's only scored 11 in 13. They both sit at the bottom of the table, but both defenses in this are just tr- horrendous. I mean, Spisa's conceded 25 goals, and Verona's conceded 26. Um, Verona have not kept a clean sheet in 16 matches. Spisa has not kept a clean sheet in 14 matches. Um, over two and a half goals has hit five out of the last six in Verona games. Both teams to score has hit in the last five out of six in both Verona and Spiza matches. Um, I just, I, with these defensive numbers and how bad they are, both teams are going to have chances. Yeah. It's just a matter if this attack shows up. Um, you know, that's the only risk because they're going to have chances. They're going to get shots on that. They're going to get chances and, you know, crosses into the box. These defenses are just – they're brutal. These stats are just so bad. And I know that they're playing better teams like Napoli and Roma and Juve and all that. But Verona have, Verona have strikers. They have people that can score. Henry yeah. can score. Um, he scored two goals this season, but he should have more. Um, he should be able to find the back than that in this game. You know, Spiza is the one that, will, that concerns me a little bit. Um, if they can find the net once, I think this this is a sure you know this is a shoe in to hit the over because I definitely see Verona getting two, um, maybe even three. You know, last time they played last year, uh, Verona won four four nil at home. So we'll see something like that. But it's hard for me to ignore the fact that either of these teams have not kept clean sheets in thirteen plus matches. I mean, it's just it's insane. Yeah, man. I mean. Those stats, regardless of who they're against and what league, are are pretty pretty poor. So anytime you hear those, you're like over, 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 and I mean over two and a half, let alone over three. So I mean, getting that over, two and I mean, half that's is yeah, and that's what that's what kind of worried me too is um, 
you know, when I went to go look at the lines, because obviously I do like all my stats first and then I go in my head and I'm like, okay, this is what I would have the line at. Then I go to the books and I look at it. You know, I had this close to, you know, maybe 2.75. Yeah. Um, so to see it at two and a half and, you know, minus 120 or 125, it was just like, okay, like that's really good. So I'm definitely on the over for this one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, we got one more league, and that was Serie A. So now we go to the Premiership, the Premier League. I believe the Premiership is uh, was that Scotland? <laughs> yes. I think yeah. So that's yes. not that's not accurate. What am I saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ty's losing it. All right. Uh, let's. I'll let you start, Nick. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sit back and uh, drink some agua because for some reason my mouth feels dry. Oh my God. <laughs> we got sparkling water over there. TMI. You got sparkling yeah. water over there? No, it's 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 uh, regular bottled water. Save the planet. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! All right, so you're I'm telling me you to... drink tap water? No, 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 no definitely not. Ugh. Spark, yeah, sparkling water. I'm real bougie. So funny story. When I was in middle school, I don't know. Let's get a real quick tangent. But when I was yeah, in yeah. middle school, and uh, you know how like schools, I don't know if they did it when you were in school or if they even do it anymore. You had like regular classes and then you had like the advanced classes. It mm-hmm. wasn't AP. It was middle school's version of it. Mm-hmm. Well, so the whole curriculum was like, it wasn't called advanced. It was called like IP or IBM or something like that. And the other one was called TAP, like traditional academic program. <laughs> right. So I was in the, I, I'm sure you can figure out which one I was in. Uh, I was in the uh, ADHD group <laughs> over psychoanalyzes stats. Um, fucking has March Madness in like sixth grade on his cell phone, his nice. flip phone. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, but anyway, so the joke was the running joke, and I mean it's probably you know borderline bullying. Um, but in the background, we would just make fun of all the kids in tap. We'd be like, uh, oh, they're drinking tap water. <laughs> so, this is a dumb, a dumb thing. Like sixth, seventh, eighth, eighth grade time. Oh like, oh, you're God. in tap. How's like anytime some something would happen in the schoolyard? Like, go back to drinking your tap water. Oh, peasant. Peasant. <laughs> Look where I'm at now. Oh uh, my God. It's terrible. Tap, don't lie. Yeah. Don't lie to our listeners. Though you're definitely in tap. I wasn't in tap. I really wasn't. I actually grew up as a bottled water type of family. I just grew up drinking it, man. Oh my god! Um, and I, drew, I grew up. I grew up in Colorado too, which is like probably the safest place that you could drink some tap water. Oh, I was gonna say they probably got some good water up there. Yeah, and I just, you know, I mean, whatever my mom fed me, I was just like, thanks, mom. She could oh feed me gasoline, god. and I'd be like, oh, this is this is oh kind of making my, my insides feel weird, mom. So like, I'm trying funny. to kill you. All right, uh, I'm, let's come back to that at some point. Um, all right, so Premier League, I'm going with Spurs, Leeds, going back to my boys um, at Leeds. Did us well last week, so um, and Spurs are just struggling with some injuries here. But I'm going, oh, what did I have? Both teams to score and over two and a half at minus 110. Um, I just, I, I just want to continue being on this Leeds attack. Like, I really do think they have something – um, they've shown that they can score, especially against really good teams putting up, you know, I'll go back to two weeks ago where they put up two on the road versus Liverpool. 
um, and they've just been able to score. So I think with the Spurs side who are dealing with a lot of injuries, um, World Cup's coming up. I don't know if they'll be resting guys, you know, or what they'll do. They'll probably, you know, put their starters out. Maybe they don't play a full 90. Um, but with the form that, you know, Rodrigo's in for Leeds and the injuries for Spurs and their defense, um, I just see this. I see goals. I, I see Leeds finding, finding the net at least once. Spurs probably having to battle back. Maybe Leeds score first. Um, Spurs having to battle back to – uh, get those two goals and try and take all three points at home. But um, at minus 110, both teams to score and over two and a half just looked like extremely good value to me. Your mic's muted. Ty, tap. I was thinking about tap water. <laughs> no, what I was going to say is all I was saying was I knew I shouldn't have taken Tottenham. I knew I should have listened to you. Literally the entire weekend I was like, no, nah, Tottenham's got it. Even though in the back of my head, I remember you telling me like, I don't know, man. Maybe don't take it. And of well, course, we just had so many injuries. Son was out. Carlson's I, yeah, out. It's just like I still had trust in him, and that was probably a mistake on my part. But you know, it's kind of like Union Berlin and uh, Lorient. You know, you go down yeah. with them. You just gotta live and learn. You know, just gotta live and learn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we bet to the end with these That's teams. It. Yep, ride um, or die. Ride or die. <laughs> uh, my bet is so you got to pay up a little and. You know, I've already given out some decent priced bets, so we'll pay up for this one. It's Nottingham Forest, Crystal Palace over two at minus 150. Um, so, like I said, you got to pay up for this. It's well worth it. Four of the last six meetings between these clubs have hit two goals. More noteworthy, Forest have seen over two and a half in their previous two. Palace have seen over two and a half in five of their last seven. Forest have scored in five straight at home but they allow on average about 1.57 goals. Palace struggle a little bit on the road. They just need one. Um, I'm looking at this as a push potential, which is fine with me, but um, the potential to hit three is a lot higher at two versus two and a half. At least with two, you push. Uh, Forest have scored first in six of their seven at home, but sit in last place due to them having one goal on the road. Um, so, I mean, Forest suck. There's nothing, there's nothing else to say about Nottingham Forest other than they're just downright terrible. They have one goal on the road. Good thing this one's at home. Um, I trust Forest to get one, potentially score first. I think Crystal Palace do claw back, maybe get one, but I think Forest could potentially get two in this game. So that's why I like the over. Um, right before the international break, teams will be wanted to go in uh, on a high note. I really think, and this, you could probably say this about every game. You know, uh, I think teams will be a little bit more, I don't want to say cautious because I know the World Cup is coming up and they want to be cautious of those particular players, but I think they'll be a little bit more uh, not risk-adverse. What's the opposite of risk-adverse? A little risky. Mm -hmm. Really go for it in these mm -hmm. games because you know they do have a month off. So these 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 points, these three points, even one point are, are vital for uh, team morale, but also standings uh, heading into post World Cup a break. So, yeah, I think yeah. just making sure to check starting 11. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're not comfortable with the plays we gave out, you kind of want to wait to see lineups. That's fine. Um, but yeah, especially now with these games on the weekend, last weekend before the World Cup, you know, the, one of the plays I really was trying to find something now was the full hand, Fulham, uh, yeah, United game. game. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know if Mitro is going to play. 
you know, he's got an injury. They're probably not going to play him before the World Cup, probably rest him, you know. But yeah. if he if he were to start, then I would be on, you know, the over in that game because, um, you know, Man U's dealing with a bunch of injuries on the back end of their lineup. So it's just it, – it's it's a tough time right now, um, obviously, with the World Cup looming, um, with lineups and injuries and how managers are really going to manage the starting 11 and – the rotations and things like that. So, um, bet lightly. Yeah, <laughs> um, and yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely bet lightly this weekend. Don't go crazy um, because you know all these players are definitely going to be going all out for the World Cup, and that's the most important thing on their minds right now, for yeah. sure. And you know, speaking of World Cup, maybe if you see a team that doesn't have a lot of World Cup uh, potential players on it, maybe a good time to back them, knowing that you know. For sure, we got nothing to lose, but that's kind of hard to that's kind of hard to gauge, especially when World Cup rosters haven't been announced, and you basically got to go one by one down. Well, that's why it's kind of good to like see starting lineups sometimes. So, if like you see a starting lineup, and you're looking at just an example, you know, Leeds and Spurs, and you're like, yeah. "Holy shit!" Like Leeds have like their full starting eleven, and Spurs aren't starting anyone. Kane's on the bench, Son's or Carlson's or thing. You're like, "All right, maybe you know this is a good spot to take." you know, Leeds money line or Leeds draw no bet on a little sprinkle, you know, like those are the kind of edges that you could find um, with this weekend in uh, soccer for sure. Yeah, man. Hey, it's been, uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, this kind of wraps up our, uh, I, I guess, 2022. No, I think we do have one more week after the world cup before 2023. But uh, my name is Ty Roder at T rods, 1019 on Twitter. Nick is at betting the pitch on Twitter. Uh, we also have our own Twitter at MLS SGPN. Feel free to message us on Twitter at any of those three accounts, as well as, you know, give us a like, give us a follow, give us a subscription on Apple or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we love doing this. Uh, we got some exciting stuff with champions league. We're going to continue doing the European podcast when it comes back, but more excitingly is, we are going to be covering the World Cup. So be on the lookout here in the next week or so for our, uh, our previews, as well as, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be covering uh, quite a few games throughout. So it'll probably be on a little bit more of a consistent basis throughout the World Cup. You'll probably hear uh, two to three podcasts a week, potentially, depending on kind of the scheduling that, that we work out. But uh, we're not going anywhere. So uh, as always, Nick, if you wouldn't mind saying goodbye to the listeners and followers. Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye, followers. Adios. Later.